0: Welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast, sharing a rundown of tips and strategies to live healthier and happier in a fun way. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hello and welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat show. Today, I'm sharing a list of my favorite podcasts and I listen to shows in all different categories. So I'll be breaking it down to my top one or two favorites and why I'm obsessed with them. I'm also answering a important, but maybe TMI, running gear question, and the awards this week, I am very, very excited to announce, very, very proud of the award winners. In case you're new here, I'm Monica, and I created runeatrepeat.com to share two huge goals. I wanted to run one full marathon, and I wanted to lose weight. Genuinely did not think I could run 26.2 miles genuinely did not think I could finally lose weight after struggling with it my entire life. I managed to do both of those things. And it turns out, Run It Repeat turned into a big community online. And now it's this podcast. So I am very excited that you are here. Hope you come back. Now let's get into the warm up. Okay, I feel like I have a lot of very random and potentially unrelated life updates to share for today's warm up. First of all, tonight I am going to a knife skills class, basically a class where they teach you how to chop. This has been something I've wanted to do for a long time and finally just signed up for it. So I will be learning how to properly chop garlic and mince onion and different things. I'm very excited about it. I never use my fancy knives. I bought a set of fancy knives. I don't know where I got them from and never use them. They are in the case, you know how they're in individual little cases or whatever it is in my drawer. I always just use like normal steak knives. Even if you've seen my watermelon cutting video, I am cutting this massive watermelon with a steak knife. It's a sharp knife and I do it very easily. I still stand by that method for sure. But I wanted to learn how to do this and we'll see how it goes. If I lose a finger, maybe I'll raffle it off on Instagram. So follow along for that. In running news, this weekend, while well, I was getting ready for my long run, you know, doing the whole iced coffee, sunblock, messing around on Instagram thing that is my warm up which is appropriate that I would be talking about this during the show's warm-up. I was listening to a TED Talk, and it was kind of random. It was about how people respond in a crisis situation. And it was a doctor that was on Mount Everest during the season that has been probably the deadliest season there to date. And this was in 1996. Twelve people died, and... It was also, they said as part of his intro, I think, that he was there the season that John Krakauer was, and he wrote the book Into Thin Air. That is about his whole experience. And he just happened to be there. He was writing an article for Outside Magazine, and it happened to be a horrible storm with a lot of casualties. And even a lot of the people that survived have a lot of permanent damage from getting frostbite and just getting really, really sick up there. It was a very devastating and I don't want to say unique situation, but it was a, it was rare for it to be that bad. This is a very risky thing that they are setting out to do, but they had never seen it get that bad in terms of that many people dying and or getting hurt. So it piqued my interest. The Ted talk I immediately went to Audible, downloaded the book Into Thin Air and listened to it the entirety of my run this week. I think it was 15 miles and then listened to it on my run the next day. And then I was driving somewhere, basically finished it within a couple of days and loved it. Love books like that. So first of all, I recommend that book if you have not read it Into Thin Air, and I will put a link in the show notes. Um, Second, if you have read it and know of similar books I might like, send them on over. Today, it's like, I I show you mine, you show me yours. I'm going to be listing my favorite podcasts. If you have a favorite podcast, definitely chime in. If you also have a book recommendation, let me know it because now I feel like there's this void in my life. You know, when you are super, super into something to the point where you almost don't want it to end, that was kind of me towards the end. I was like, Listening to it while I was cleaning up, I was almost done with the book. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, I kind of want to save this for my run tomorrow, which I didn't because I have no self-control. But the point is that a lot of people have recommended Into the Wild that he wrote. I think I read that one, but it was such a long time ago. And I know I've watched the movie since I have a bad memory. I bet I could listen to it again and it would be like new But if you have any other suggestions, definitely send them on over. I've also been getting questions about Pile on the Miles this year. Yes, I'm doing Pile on the Miles. I might do something different. I'm kind of thinking about doing Run Bet for the Pile on the Miles, and I'm not positive about this. So let me know if you feel strongly one way or another. If you're not familiar, In the past, a lot of people used to do diet bet, which is something where you kind of bet on yourself. You know, sometimes there are things people have at like a school or a gym or at work where you are betting to see who can lose the most weight, right? This is you just betting on yourself that you can stick to it. So, For running specifically, for the diet bet, it was like a certain amount of weight I think you had to lose. For run bet, it is you have to run a certain number of times a week for four weeks for a set amount of time. I think on average, it is you promise that you're going to run four times a week, 30 minutes each for four weeks. And if you do that and it tracks it on their free app, or I think they can, uh, time it up with Strava or Garmin. Don't quote me on any of this. I'm just saying in general, there's a way to track it so that you don't necessarily have to log on and do any extra steps. But you bet 40 bucks that you're going to stick to this. Everyone puts their money in together. Anyone that sticks to it splits the pot. So if you did not accomplish this goal, then you are out the money. If you do accomplish the goal, then you get to get your money back and extra. So it is supposed to be like you're betting on yourself. But since Pile in the Miles is in November and it's kind of by holiday time, I just want to touch base and see if it seems like something you would be able to do that time of year um, money wise. But I do think that I've heard it's really successful in keeping people to stay on track. It takes it up a notch from just me telling you to check in on Instagram. Unfortunately, I cannot go to everyone's house and give you a motivational speech each morning. Now that I'm thinking about it, though, I kind of can in the form of this podcast. But I know it's still not enough. And maybe you'll just mute me sometimes when you don't feel like listening. But chime in if you are interested or if you think it's the world's worst idea, which I would kind of be skeptical. I feel like there's been worse ideas in the world. Don't exaggerate. But let me know if you are a yay or nay for that. In food news, I shared this week a list of my favorite Trader Joe's seasonal items. They have been rolling out all the pumpkin amazing goodies, but a lot of them are treats, and they are a sometimes food, as I like to call it. It's not necessarily bad or good. I don't want to label it in any sort of moral or ethical way. It just is potentially more indulgent. You can consider it, so you want to enjoy it sometimes. But... There are a lot of seasonal items that are healthy and that give you a lot of the pumpkin or fall flavors that you might be craving, but they are not super high in calories, sugar, fat, whatever is your thing that you are potentially trying to balance. So I have a list of my favorites of those in the show notes right now. You can check it out. Now it's time to answer a listener question. This question came in via email. And I'll read it for you. Hi, Monica. I'd like to remain anonymous because maybe everyone already knows the answer to this. But what do you slash people wear under their running shorts or tights? I just listened to your best running shorts podcast and wondered, commando, thong, if so, which ones? Thanks for letting me ask this slightly embarrassing question. I think that this is a really good question, actually. And... I don't think everyone already knows because it would make sense to question it, especially when you take into consideration that some running shorts have underwear built into them. So does that mean that running shorts without underwear built in, you need to wear your own or bring your own B-Y-O-U, bring your own underwear, bring your own chonies? Um, this is a good question. First, if You missed my best running shorts post where she's kind of referencing. It's, I will put a link to it in the show notes, but it's a compression style spandex yoga pant kind of running short that I prefer. So anytime I'm running for the most part, I am wearing that spandex style running short or capris or pants. I personally don't wear underwear with running or workout bottoms. So anytime I'm wearing something that is like a tights kind of tight running shorts, tight workout pants, whatever it is, I don't wear underwear with those and I don't think I ever really have. I just assumed that they would bunch up or it wouldn't work or it just wouldn't be comfortable and I never rewear running bottoms or sports bras or shirts or socks actually what do i rewear um because i am disgusting like i sweat to a level that is ridiculous so i can never wear anything a second time anyway so i don't think i really would need to potentially wear underwear like i'm just going to wash them so i don't need to protect my running bottoms from my sweaty vagina is where I'm trying to get with this. You know, I think if you try to rewear anything really like bottoms or your running top, like you want to make sure that you're at least swapping out your sports bra or your underwear, right? Right. This is how it works. We're trying to be hygienic. (laughs) It's like I'm processing all of this right now. I think though that I'm a weirdo with a lot of things in life, and I don't necessarily think that this is the norm, that anything I do is the norm or the general consensus. I would guess that it would be, I'm I'm taking a shot in the dark right now. This is kind of funny. This is a real time. I'm going to guess that 64% of people do not ever wear underwear with yoga pants or like a tight style kind of capri or running shorts and the rest of the people do or at least are going to tell us that they do i'm going to put a instagram poll up so that we can chime in and you could see the results when you take the poll it'll tell you this will be interesting so that said i kind of think it's your preference i think if you are going to wear underwear especially with the types of running shorts or pants that I like to wear, you would want it to be an athletic style. And I will put links in the show notes because I have, I know that there are a ton out there that are very thin and sweat wicking. So they're made out of a material that is kind of figuring that you are going to get sweaty with them. Um, you never want to really wear like cotton when you're working out because it just soaks up the sweat and it gets heavy and it's gross, but there are styles that are meant to kind of lay very flat on your body. And then potentially it would be more comfortable if you're wearing some tight bottoms. So I'll put info in the show notes. If you want to check those out, I can't speak to those personally because I don't use them, but I think ultimately there is not like a rule outside of do what works for you. And this is the rule that I think applies to a lot of things in running and eating and life. If you don't feel comfortable going commando, don't, because one of the worst things to feel when you are working out, whether it's at the gym, in your house, if you're running, whatever you're doing, being uncomfortable, being self-conscious is the freaking worst. If you don't feel comfortable in whatever it is, it doesn't matter if I'm like, whoa, I feel super comfortable. I feel like this is super flattering. This is how I do it. If that doesn't work for you, then do what works for you. So if you don't feel comfortable, I would suggest looking into a athletic specific type of underwear. And these can be on the expensive side. So you want to make sure that then If you are trying to budget this in, you're just wearing them for exercising then. These are your special running chonies. And they do have styles that are both kind of like a boy short and they have thong and they have regular. Uh, They have a lot of different options. And that might be something to look into. Or if you're cool going commando, I say go for it. It's totally up to you. Um, But let's... Take a survey and see what the survey says. That's just what I do. I will put a poll up on Instagram. Everyone, please chime in. Man, woman, child, whatever you are. You can also DM me with a little additional if you have some further thoughts on this. But I'm very curious what most people do. That's just what I do. And I hope that you do what works for you and run happy. Yeah. Okay. Now let's get into the main event. So I'm going to be naming names of my favorite podcasts. I want to give the disclaimer that I go through phases of being utterly obsessed with something and then potentially just not interested. So these are the ones that I am obsessed with right now. They are the first ones that I will open up And listen to or check for a new episode. I use Stitcher because I have an Android phone, not an iPhone. So Stitcher is the app that I use. And I actually have different categories, you can break it down, you can make I don't even know how many you can make. I was gonna say as many as you want. But maybe that's not true. But I think I have six six or seven different categories that I have saved that I have named myself. So to me, it's like this podcast falls under business, this one falls under fitness, and that might not be necessarily how they're categorized officially in iTunes, what they would name their category, but I can also name them like sleepy podcasts for ones that I can listen to late at night or you know, different things like that. So just to give you a heads up, these categories are... Uh, kind of my own categories, basically, but they are still fairly accurate in terms of a description. First, let's talk about running and fitness podcasts, which surprisingly, I don't listen to the majority of the time. And I feel like that's surprising for me more than anyone. But the way I discovered podcasts was kind of like the generic way that I think a lot of people did where I first listened to Serial and that hooked me. And then after listening to Serial, I wanted to, I think I actually, I just listened to it again. And then I was like, you can't listen to it a third time, find more podcasts. And I started to listen to true crime podcasts. And then I think just naturally podcasts were suggested to me, and I started to kind of expand my little podcast world. So these are the running podcasts that I listen to. My top two right now are probably Another Mother Runner, and it's a good mix of interviews. I like that there are two co-hosts I like that they're able to kind of banter and update each other and check in they have race tips they do q and I feel like it's very down to earth and it's also very realistic and helpful advice so I like it it's fun you don't need to be a mother runner to appreciate that one and recently I discovered Endurance Planet I'm kind of new to this one right now it's two guys that are talking and it seems like so far they're just answering questions listener questions but they seem super well educated they seem like they are super gifted athletes both of them a lot of their answers seem very scientific research based like i i think that it just seems like there is a wealth of knowledge there it can get a little deep sometimes in terms of like, they will get into specifics with um, lactate threshold or heart rate or different things. And since it's endurance planet, it's not just running. So there are are people asking swimming specific questions, triathlon specific, very specific time goals, like someone recently had a goal to qualify for Boston, but they're also trying to lose weight. And they were talking about heart rate training. Uh, So sometimes they can get into the details a little bit. But I think that you could just learn a lot from it. They have referenced, though, and I want to give you a heads up that they have referenced a female that's not there. I don't know if she's like on vacation. And I've listened to it for A few weeks now more than one episode so i don't know if she is on maternity leave or vacation or what so i don't know if there are normally three of them um or what the stitch is but i am a fan and you can always skip around if a question doesn't interest you right you can skip that question go to the next one but i think in general um There are a lot of things that even if it isn't very specific to you, you can apply to your own training. So I'm digging those. Those are probably my top two running right now. Honorable mentions. And again, I get obsessed with ones and then I'll fall off and then I come back. I really like the get fit guy. He is similar if you listen to the nutrition diva or savvy psychologist where they address one hot topic, one question, and they really research it before they come in and answer it. So it's like fairly short in terms of the episodes, but it is packed with a ton of really good info. So I really like the get fit guy. Um, the running lifestyle podcast, I think was one of the first running type podcasts. I discovered when I was looking for running specific ones. And I think that one's really cute. The Run to the Top podcast. I don't listen to that much anymore, but I used to really love it when Tina Muir was the host and she has her own podcast now. I just have been too lazy to add that to my running list. But Tina, if you used to listen to the Run to the Top podcast, she has her own show now Diz runs was on the show a while back this show a while back and he has a podcast that he interviews different runners and it's super awesome because sometimes there are like all different kinds of runners with all different goals so that's kind of a fun one too it's like this virtual running buddy situation which i really like Um, but yeah those are the running specific ones that i'm into right now in keeping with the health Theme, But switching it over a little bit to nutrition, I love the Nutrition Diva podcast, which I mentioned, it's very similar to the Get Fit Guy. And they work together, actually, they have like a, they had some cross promotion recently. But I love just when it seems like they're talking about one topic, and they have done a lot of research and really looked into this before answering this one question. And it's kind of in a bullet points version. I'm a fan of bullet points, especially when I am multitasking, which is often what we do when we're listening to podcasts, right? Unless who is like listening right now, just sitting down in a quiet room with nothing else going on. But That is why bullet points are awesome, because you can kind of get in a ton of information. You can remember the important parts and trust that they are well-researched and true. I also like the Rich Rule podcast. I really like him. I'm a fan. I think he talks a little slow for me to listen to while I'm running. So I tend not to listen to that one as much because of that. But I think in general, he has a lot of awesome guests on. So that's a good resource as well for learning. Honorable mentions in this category go to the Model Health Show. I like that one. I usually listen to that one. I jump around when I am listening to episodes. And I also have in this category, in my podcast app anyway, the Food Psych podcast, which I have not really listened to extensively. Um, but I haven't deleted it from my list yet, which is also a good sign. I put a screenshot of my different categories really for myself. So I can talk you through this. That's what I'm looking at right now. And you can check it out in the show notes where I have my different categories, screenshot, so you can see the logos for each of these too. If you want to kind of spot them and try to check some of them out, that might be a little visual aid to check out. Next category. Oh, the best lifestyle podcasts. This is my favorite. And this is super fun because I think it is kind of related like to this balance of health, healthy living, but also fun, I guess, I feel like the way that they deliver the information is infotainment, right? So you're learning something, but it's in an entertaining way, which I really dig. Uh, My favorite right now is Skinny Confidential. I don't know how long ago I discovered that one, but Obsessed. I feel like I have binge listened to a ton of past episodes and even kind of listened to different shows where she was a guest. So I'm a fan of that one. And I've learned a lot with that one too. That is part of the reason why I'm trying to get my life together and finally do some skincare situation. I want to be better at life. I want to be better at living. And so I've been very interested and I'm also obsessed with avoiding the sun. So that's kind of hard considering I like to do distance running when I am not outside running. I am like a vampire because I'm very light I freckle easily and so I feel like I could really connect with her there have been a couple times when she's went into detail about some of her and uh, the host of the show is Lauren and her husband Michael they host the show together which is another fun aspect of it it's kind of like a co-ed two different viewpoints then that you get of these different topics but she has talked about different things that she does to avoid sun damage. She wears driving gloves. Um she wears like a big hat anytime she goes outside. I'm obsessed with like sunblock and hats and that end of it. And I haven't really pursued, you know, very fancy extensive skincare, but I am a huge, huge proponent in all other aspects of health of an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So I'm like, why am I not doing this here? So I have tried to be more proactive about that. And there have been a couple of episodes where she talks about her skincare routine. um, And she has talked to, I I think he's a dermatologist, but um, a doctor that has a line of skincare products that she really loves. And I have just been super into that. So that's my favorite right now. Also, closely behind that, Young House Love has a podcast. I don't know if I specifically sought this out because I am not handy or artsy or someone that I would consider like a DIYer and I know that Young House Love was a amazing or is a amazing, popular, very successful blog and they have books. This is another co-hosted one. So it's a husband and wife, if you're not familiar, that has a blog and it is like a home improvement blog. And their podcast is about, you know, home renovations and updates and DIY and just trends going on right now with home updates and HGTV. They have interviewed Uh, very famous interior designers and HGTV hosts, they are very, very cute. They often share what they're digging right now. And it's not always, it sometimes is, but it's not always home related. I am going on this big, (laughs) random um, explanation of them because even though I am not someone that is listening because I want to learn how to update my house. I find it interesting and informative. I have learned a couple of little helpful hacks, but I think in general, I'm a fan, which (laughs) I feel like I said that with the question mark, but I have binge listened to every single one of their episodes. I have, when I discovered this and it probably has been a year ago now, I listened to all of their episodes probably like on every run when I first found it. And so I was like updated very, very fast because they do one a week and yeah. And now I definitely look forward to, I think they post new episodes on Mondays skinny confidential does on Tuesdays. Um, I don't know when the other ones do, but that says something about how much I love them that I know what day they post. That is a big deal in my world because I usually don't pay attention. Next category is, let's go to a more serious one. I feel like those were um, more fun ones. Best business podcast. Um, I haven't been listening to these ones that much within the last couple of weeks, but I love the Smart Passive Income podcast with Pat Flynn I love Gary Vee. I consider him a business podcast. I love, well, I was on this huge thing for a while with the Dave Ramsey podcast. So I guess that these are like kind of like business, financial. Um, Yeah, this, this was a priority to me when I made this list. But I haven't, I'll go through phases of being serious and wanting tips because I don't know if you know this, but running repeat is my full-time job. And basically, I need to know how to market and how to run a business like some sort of professional. And now I suddenly feel like I need to listen to this one again. Since I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, this is my job. But I haven't really been listening to it a lot lately. So I'm super busted. Anyways, if you are an entrepreneur or you are just interested in business type podcasts, you can check out the show notes. And I put a screenshot of some of the ones that I have saved under my business folder. In other serious news, I also have a random folder of podcasts that are best religion slash mental health podcasts. On that one, I love Happier with Gretchen Rubin. I love Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. I love the Savvy Psychologist. Those are easily my top three in this group right now. I also have saved in here meditation minis. If you have not checked this out yet, I highly recommend this for everyone ever, everywhere. They are very short meditation podcast like episodes where she walks you through a meditation and sometimes they are focused on something like, I don't know if you're having a hard day or something like getting through this kind of crisis moment. I think there was one about if you can't sleep, you can turn it on. I like to put these on as I am falling asleep. Some of them are empowering. Some of them are calming. Love it. She is just like her voice is so relaxing I'm a huge, huge fan. Um, I also have a couple of religious ones in here. There's also an audio Bible where basically, I guess you read through the whole Bible in a year where the guy reads a different part of the Bible. I don't know how it's broken down, but um, the audio Bible one, I have not been listening to lately, but I love that because, I don't know if you realize this, but the Bible's a pretty long book. So those are... A random mashup of what I put under both religion and mental health. So there's that. I have kind of a file of or a folder of news podcasts. And this is kind of goes to the intro where TED Talks Daily and TED Radio Hour, I both have in there. I also have. Let me be honest, if you check the show notes. So I have The Moth, Reply All, Radiolab, um, New Story of the Day, This American Life. All of those in this folder. But I really only listen to TED Talks Daily and TED Radio Hour in this one right now. And unless you have a case for why I should bother with the other ones, that's probably what I'm going to stick to. Next true crime podcasts. Um, Really liked In the Dark. I mentioned a couple episodes back the This Is Actually Happening podcast, (laughs) where I feel like it was a little bit of a bait and switch in that the first one that I listened to was amazing. And I immediately downloaded practically all of the other episodes. And then when I went to listen to the other ones, I was like, Oh, okay. All of none of them lived up to that first one. Um, And I'll put a link in the show notes too. I, I think I went into a lot of specifics on the different episodes that I had listened to. And my thoughts on them. I will put a link in the show notes to what show that was. So you can check it out. If you are interested in my very, I feel like it actually was like a very well thought out rant, because I made notes on each previous episode I listened to and why or why not you should listen. Dirty John was really good. And if you are into true crime, and have not yet listened to the Dirty John podcast, I'm pretty sure there is either like a mini series or some sort of documentary or I don't know, some made-for-TV movie type of thing about Dirty John that I have seen advertisements for on Bravo, I think. So if you are interested in that, check that out, and then we can watch that together. I really like Criminal, and to bring it full circle again, Crime Writers On is the first podcast that I listened to after I discovered Serial. So Crime Writers On talks about other crime-related podcasts. So they have done reviews of Dirty John and I think In the Dark, and they did a lot on Serial the previous seasons. And then they'll also sometimes talk about different things on TV, crime-related. Sometimes it is true crime. Sometimes it is just um, suspense, mystery, things that fall in line. But the hosts are all crime writers, true crime writers. So they seem very well-informed and sometimes they have conflicting opinions, which helps kind of flesh things out a little bit and they're able to really debate it. So I find that interesting. So with these, I would suggest criminal, in the dark, crime writers on, dirty, John, I guess all of them. Well, I just got randomly interrupted by a couple of very nice mormon guys at the door and i don't know where i left off with the true crime but we're gonna go to the final category which is i call it fun in my app but i would say they're comedy podcasts and i'm really loving juicy scoop with heather mcdonald find it entertaining have listened to her books. And also watch what crappens, which at first I was a little embarrassed to admit that I listened to. Now I'm like, I am not embarrassed at all. And I also want to spread the word because I feel like it's wildly helpful. And I almost watch TV less now, thanks to this, because they recap all of the main Bravo reality shows. So they recap Vanderpump Rules. They recap um all of the housewives below deck shots of sunsets and it's two guys who live somewhere near LA in LA and they're friends they're funny they do a lot of impressions so they will recap it with the voices and yeah I don't even need to watch the show because this is like a funnier version of some of the reality shows. It saves me time. I can multitask and I don't know. I just dig it. Those are the main ones. Oh, you know, which one I am absolutely obsessed with. This is probably the final one. Um, Amy Schumer's three girls, one Keith. It's Amy Schumer, Bridget Everett. I don't know the third girl. And Obviously, the, the guy's name is Keith. There are four comedians, and it's really funny. There have not been that many episodes, so I'm kind of dried out with that one. Or maybe I have to listen to it on somewhere else. Maybe I just have to pay for it now. That was just like a little sneak peek because I haven't seen any new episodes for at least a month and a half. But it is entertaining, and if it is in your podcast app, I would say, check it out. That is it. I think that goes through my whole list. I'm trying to scroll through it now. But I'm also open to your suggestions. So you can chime in in the show notes or I will put a post up on Instagram and I will mention my favorites in all of these on that post. So you can check it out, screenshot it, remember it, write it down, take a picture, whatever you need to do. And you can chime in with your favorite podcast right now. Now it's time for the awards. I am very, very proud to announce that the Run, Eat, Repeat team won first place for the half marathon at Revel Cottonwood and the Revel Race Series there are i don't know 5 or 6 different race locations in the US they are known to be kind of a faster race course and I have run a couple of the races in the past, the SoCal races, and they're actually changing up the SoCal race. It used to be in Azusa. It's an entirely different city, new race course, new everything this year. So I can't really speak to the California race this time, but I've been a fan of the races and have been working with them to get a discount for Runny Repeat followers. Anyone that signs up with the Runny Repeat discount is considered part of team run it repeat and so the half marathon team that won first place the fastest half marathon team was a run eat repeat team so they sent me an award and i'm going to reach out to the top four because they base it on the top four fastest people on each team i'm going to reach out to the top four fastest runners and have a little I. Uh, I want to call it lottery. What is it called? Like a raffle? I'm going to send the first place award to one of them. Their average chip time for the half marathon was 124.34. The next team was 126. So I think that is super amazing. And for the full marathon, the running repeat team got fourth place. So it is amazing. Their average chip time for the full marathon was 3.18.24. So I'm just saying Team Running Repeat is super amazing and, and fast and awesome. I had nothing to do with it, but I'm glad when I can kick you guys back some sort of discount code, right? Because this stuff can be expensive. Uh, so I have discount links for the other Revel races. You can check out my race discounts page. Like I think I mentioned last episode, I also have a discount code for Rock and Roll LA, which is in October, Rock and Roll Las Vegas. And both of those have different distances. So you can do what works for you. And also the Lexus lace-up races, which are in SoCal around here, I have a discount code for those races. And I will put all that info in the show notes if you are suddenly inspired to go sign up for a race of run. And I am very, very proud. So congratulations to everyone that ran that race. If you have a question for me, email it over. And like today's question, if you want to be anonymous, just let me know. That email is runeatrepeat at gmail.com and try to put podcast question in the subject line. Or you can call the voicemail. That number is 562-888-1644. Tag me on Instagram. I am at runeatrepeat and let me know what you're doing right now while you're listening. Take a little selfie mid run if that's what you're doing, or I don't know, at Target. Does anyone else listen to podcasts at Target? Is that rude? Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Have a great run. Thank you for listening. For show notes, recipes, discounts, and more, go to www.runeatrepeat.com. You can also connect with Monica on Instagram by following at runeatrepeat and on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash run, eat, repeat. Be sure to subscribe to the show and please rate and review in your podcast app.